Welcome to Senior Straight Talk with Phyllis Heyman, a collaborative podcast with Pass It On Network. This program is brought to you by all of Community Services. Seniors deserve to have a fulfilling life with dignity and respect, but as we transition into our elderhood years, this doesn't always happen. Join us today as we discuss some of the most important issues that seniors face and provide much-needed answers to your questions. Now, here is Phyllis Amon. Welcome to Senior Straight Talk, presenting informative conversations for the senior years of our lives. I'm Phyllis Amon, your host. The show, which began in September of 2019, was formerly known as Voices for Elder Care Advocacy, and the library of all of the episodes can be found on the Voice America Empowerment Channel under the name Seniors Straight Talk. They can also be downloaded on all popular podcast platforms. The show is now also syndicated on the Voice America Influencers Channel. So please remember to like, click, and share the episodes. For those listeners who are in what I call SOS mode, stretched, overwhelmed, and stressed, watch out for my upcoming free Caregiver Distress Recovery Challenge, helping caregivers find a path to bringing much-needed self-care into their daily routine. It features empathy, my registered trademark, which is also the basis of a self-care commitment letter and teaches strategies from my proprietary framework for self-care, self-kindness, self-compassion, and self-forgiveness. Family members considering taking on the role of caregiver or those just beginning the caregiver journey can find valuable information in my course, A Caregiving Guide for Caregivers, The Basics. My latest book, Dignity and Respect, Are Our Aging Parents Getting What They Deserve, is available on Amazon in both paperback and ebook formats. The book addresses critical information about how we care for and treat our elder citizens in our families, our communities, in nursing homes, and in assisted living residences. And I'm honored that Dr. Bill Thomas wrote the foreword for the book. So I hope you'll purchase a copy and encourage your friends and colleagues to do the same. I am hoping to have an audio version of the book in the near future. So I appreciate your support and help you spread the word on this all important topic. Senior Straight Talk is proud of the collaborative partnership with the Pass It On Network, a global peer learning network for positive aging advocates and a member of the United Nations Open-Ended Working Group on Aging. Senior Straight Talk and the Pass It On Network continue bringing listeners informative conversations for the senior years of our lives. And I'm also thrilled that Olive Community Services, a nonprofit organization in Fullerton, California, is a Senior Straight Talk sponsor. Olive Community Services is dedicated to providing culturally appropriate services to the diverse senior population. I'm grateful to Olive President Rubina Chaudhry and the entire team at Olive Community Services for their continued support. And before we begin, I have to thank Peter DeGear of DeGear Therapy Services, who is a colleague and consultant specializing in rehabilitation therapy services in nursing homes. And now for today's guest, I am thrilled to introduce my dear friend and former Voices for Elder Care Advocacy co-host, Rubina Chaudhry. 
Rabina is a passionate entrepreneur, philanthropist, advocate, wife, mother of three, and grandmother of four. She's the founder and president of Mars Services, an engineering consulting firm in Fullerton, California, and one of the founding members and president of Olive Community Services, a 501c3 whose mission is to provide culturally appropriate programs and services to seniors, their families, and the community. As an only child, Rubina's passion for elder care stems from her experience for caring for her elderly mother, who resides in Canada. Being an active caregiver from a distance has inspired Rubina to promote the value that seniors bring and address the importance of planning for elderhood by giving them the tools and resources to live a happy, healthy, and purposeful life. This is what excites Rubina every day. I know this personally. So, Rubina, I'm so thrilled that you're here with me again today. It's like old times. It is like old times, Phyllis. And you. you and Olive have been doing some really exciting things lately. One is this um, program you were involved in, this um, fundraising program. Mm -hmm. And so I want you to talk a little bit about that because it was really quite fantastic. Thank you, Phyllis. And uh, again, I want to thank everybody and especially you for the support that Olive has been getting over the last five years. Olive is now five years old and we will talk about that. And this fundraising campaign um, was brought to our attention by a consultant that we hired. As I said, Olive is five years old and we are doing our best to do the Best use the best management practices that anyone would use for any of their own personal organizations. And we're applying that to, to Olive. And uh, we felt that we needed guidance in this area of funds development because we also have an Olive CS Foundation, which is an endowment fund. So this consultant who's experienced is, is providing some leadership to us. And they identified one of the grants that was the Give 65 Foundation. And we thought, oh, sounds like a good idea. We did the paperwork. We were accepted into their fundraising campaign. And it was really, truly a wonderful, wonderful experience. So tell us a little bit about what the Give 65 campaign is, is all about. Uh, it's... Uh, it's a program of the Home Instead Charities, mm -hmm. and uh, and uh, they I believe they're about six years old, and their goal is to help uh, cloud funding or crowdfunding or whatever the term is to you know to small organizations that are providing support services for seniors because not everybody can have that wide reach fundraising reach. Correct. Uh, so that's wonderful purpose. And uh, from and looking at their website, they've been able to raise millions of dollars over the last six years. I believe this year's campaign raised more than half million, probably even closer to the 600,000 mark. I don't have the, the final amount, uh, you know, for all charities all across um, uh, U.S. And the the beauty of it is that it starts at one particular time for everybody, regardless of their time zone. So if it started for you in the Eastern time zone at 9 a.m., 
it started for us at 6 a.m. on that same day, and then it goes for 65 hours. So I was really that's the name 65. Give 65. So, right. So it uh, starts at the same time and 65 hours later, regardless of your, your time zone. So this was a good experience for us. And as a result of your participation, what were you able to accomplish for Olive? Uh, we were able to raise um, some needed funds for some of the programs that we have going ongoing. And uh, that was one big part. And the other part is... Uh, that we learned, we made friends, we got to know them. And the way they work, they have matching funds also. So if you raise the first $5,000, then they match the $5,000. So we're hoping to get that input as well. That matching Oh, that's fantastic. And as well. Yeah. So the, the funds that you raised, is it uh, spread across diverse programs or are you channeling it in any one particular area? Uh, they will come into our general fund, and uh, and we are in the process of uh, you know establishing our annual plan. If if listeners don't know, one of the other um, uh, best management practice that we've engaged for over a year is the best uh, is a uh, uh, an annual plan, best year yet plan with, through a grant with the best year yet foundation from Intera Works. So for one year, we did that plan. We've been awarded a grant for the second year. So um, in middle of June, we did our second year plan. Actually, we'll be meeting tomorrow for our month one. And we're using that methodology to plan monthly, plan first annually, then monthly, and then track it. And that has made phenomenal difference to to olive and its growth and that's a passion of mine because i've used that methodology for over 12 years for my personal use and uh, and I, and you know this that i now have uh, some of my associates trained to give that uh, that training the best year yet right. training so that we can bring it to more people to more nonprofits to you know to more girls, women, men, organizations. That, that's another one of my passions is, is bringing state-of-the-art training methodologies and bringing them to individuals and family. Um, so now I'm, I'm doing that more proactively. You know, it's, that you, just, well. you just said something that made me think about, um, about its application, which is you said family. And wouldn't it be a wonderful thing if families can adopt this methodology, maybe people can get in touch with you to find out more about it. Um, not only for them as individuals, but as a family unit, I don't think families think along those lines necessarily. I don't know, but um, I'm thinking that maybe not. And mm -hmm. that it would also be a good way for people who have an, an older parent um, in their mm -hmm. household or in their midst you know, to, to look at the year going forward, of course, there are always unexpected events uh, that we don't have any control of. But uh, having a best year yet plan is certainly one way of helping to address those issues as they come along if, if they, you do have a general framework. What do you think about that? 
No, that's an excellent idea, Phyllis. And uh, I have a second foundation, a nonprofit that started about 12 years ago. And that does some of this training and development. And it is called Family Management Matters. And these workshops are likely going to run through there uh, as well. And you know, we've I've offered you that opportunity as well to do your personal best year yet. Uh, yes, and, and and I started one once, um, mm-hmm. if you remember, right. and then I don't know the timing of them just didn't work out. The last time you did it, or twice you did it, and I really wanted to participate, but I was working, or there was some other scheduling thing, and I I just couldn't do it at that time. If you want to do it, I'll make myself available whenever Absolutely. you want, because okay. I. You know, I truly believe that if I want to do something and I want to do well, I may not do it myself. I may do it through other people, but I need to know what it is. So I myself am also now a trained partner with Best Year Yet. Oh, that's to, phenomenal. To deliver. So I went through the training myself to be able that's to. That's terrific. So follow um, their methodology. And we're grateful to the Best Year Yet Foundation for, for the grant. Uh, for Olive, and we have a wonderful, wonderful facilitator um, who's also the president of the Best Year Yet Foundation, Aaron Cohn, wonderful young man. And uh, I want to thank Aaron as, uh, as well. So that's great. Uh, when we, before we end our talk today, I would like you to give all the information, contact information about Best Year Yet, about your Family Matters um, Foundation and and your nonprofit and Olive and we'll talk about all that at the end of um, at the end of our time together. So uh, that's really terrific. And now that Olive is five years old, I'm sure I don't. I try not to use the word old. Five years of age or in existence for five years. Um, I'm sure that you know a lot of the programs that you had running were have been enhanced by other programs and um that's something i want to really talk about in our next segment but before we get there um being that olive is five years of age and has been successful uh you and i have talked about running a challenge so that other communities can begin organizations like olive in their community to address the needs of the seniors in their families and in their communities. So do you want to just touch on that briefly? And then we'll talk about in our next segment about all the diverse programs that Olive has, which are wonderful. Yes. And before we talk about the challenge itself, I want to thank you and acknowledge you as an advisory board member for Olive Community Services for good three years now since we I met, think it right? is about three years almost three years so thank you very much and one of the initiatives that you're spearheading as an advisory board member and I'm assisting you uh, and the whole olive team is this challenge to to bring this um, uh, olive program to other communities we've realized that you know a couple things have happened one is the covid with all its negatives, has also had positives as well. Correct. Our once-a-week program over COVID went to three days online, right? So 
we also know that seniors are reluctant to go out. Some don't have the capability to go out. So we're envisioning that every 10, 15, 20 mile radius, that there should be a satellite program where seniors can get together when they're able to get together. And then we'll run a central online program and central management. So it'll be basically like a, 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 you know, a decentralized model with the with corporate support uh, to each of our uh, each of our sites. And uh, you are going to lead the challenge and uh, we are hoping to run it in the second half of, uh, of September. It's likely to be five days where people will get together for about, you know, 45 minutes to an hour. We will share one component of how we started Olive, how, what the first steps were, you know, where we are now and what we want to go forward. And then we will give them an opportunity to either help them start their own programs or start an Olive program in their location. I mean, it's just a great idea because obviously, as we know, the issue of engagement for seniors is a huge one. I had said long ago when, when people were first starting to talk about people remaining in their homes for longer periods of time, as opposed to moving into mm-hmm. a nursing home or an assisted living, that, um, you know, sometimes people find themselves moving into those places, either the family thinks so or a doctor thinks so, because they're isolated and they're lonely. And um, that, is, that is a reality. And uh, sometimes when they move to these places, they're also isolated and lonely, despite mm-hmm. the fact that they're around people. But like you said, since COVID, there are le- less and less people who are willing to or want to move into those yeah. kind of environments. And so the issue of how we're going to engage seniors as they remain at home is a huge one. So this is, the timing is really ripe for Olive to really spread this wonderful program to other communities around the country. Definitely, you are, you are so, so right, uh, Phyllis. And I think the emphasis on support services for aging in place, I think that's the terminology when people are staying longer in their homes, is, is really a wonderful opportunity. And uh, in Olive, we this year are putting priority on support services for aging in place. So this is part of the expansion. And... Uh, and uh, hey, you're at the forefront and we're learning from you and uh, you're keeping us posted on what's, uh, what's current in the, in the senior service environment. And we're grateful for that. Well, I, I appreciate that. As the listeners probably know, I've spent my career working in the senior space and now I've worked in over 50 nursing homes. So I'm certainly aware of the needs of older people in that space. Um, Mm -hmm. some of the needs that are not being addressed in that space. But what would those needs be if they were remaining in their home? Mm -hmm. And um, so I'm glad that, you know, you and I met under very, uh, (laughs) had nothing to do with the senior space. It had to do with a business entrepreneurial conference. And uh, as you often say, oh, the places we would go, we will go, who would ever have imagined that almost three years later, you know, we would be in this wonderful place talking about how we're uh, going to be serving seniors. 
because that's what it's really about, serving seniors, serving their needs and the needs of their families, because families are concerned about their loved ones and how they're managing while they're in their home and how they're spending their time. And if they have any kind of engagement that is meaningful and fulfilling for them. And Phyllis, if, if I may share, one of the services that you provide is, is helping families navigate the, the care for their elders. And I've been a beneficiary of this. Knowing you, I've had you, the best of the consultants, supporting me. And as I took care of my dad's and, mo- and mom's, both of their needs, then my dad's and my mom's needs. And, uh, and uh, you've been there as a, as a friend and a supporter and, uh, and truly practicing empathy towards me and, and also exposing me, you know, by inviting me to be on a panel here and there. And we learn. That's how I learned by being with you and bring it to Olive. And then we, you know, put it in a hamper and see what fraction of what we can do to serve. So. I mean, I, it's, it's my pleasure to be able to do that. And it's also my passion. So as you know, uh, on a personal level, sometimes when you tell me something about what's going on with your mother, who the listeners if, uh, should know that she's now in a nursing home, in or a nursing type home, I should say. She is in a full care nursing home at 93. Home in, in Canada, and uh, which is about a thousand miles from where you are. So, um, you know. I haven't seen her for 18 months. Correct. And when you tell me certain things, I do... Um, it kind of uh, excites me at, uh, sometimes in a positive way, but sometimes, um, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't want, don't want to say in a negative way, but there are things about it that, you know, I, I feel the need to advise you about as someone. And, and I, you know, I welcome that advice. And I think it's very appropriate to share here is that some of the things that, that are being suggested to family members we really don't understand the full implications of it. And the situation in hand was that my mom's dementia is getting worse and she went into the nursing home after hip surgery, which is a long story. And uh, they want, she gets, tries to get up and she falls. So they suggested a seatbelt. And I said, okay. And you said, no, it's not okay because it's restraint. <laughs> and then she goes to dialysis. And then sometimes she just goes on a joyride in her wheelchair. And they want to, you know, not her, for her to not leave the door or go wandering around the, the hallways. So they wanted to put a, suggested a break on the back of her wheelchair so that she would be, you know, she would stay there. And I did not agree to that because I did not want any nursing staff to, uh, to put the brake on so that she can't move around right. even when, when she's supposed to be. But I was able to provide a care aid to come and meet with her for that half hour from, for her ride and still working on the, on the morning uh, time issue. But, you know, I, you really pointed out to me what, uh, what the negative impacts of that. And, and because of that, I was able to be positively firm with them for what my reason was. Right. Because it renders the person immobile. 
Exactly. Right. They say, oh, they won't do it. This We'll right. put a note here. We'll do that. But, you know, it doesn't matter how many notes there are. Right. Exactly. Uh, Correct. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Correct. But anyway, we're going to take a short break on Senior Straight Talk. And when we come back, I want to hear about all the wonderful programs that uh, Olive is running, the programs that you've added, and what the, um, you know, what you're looking forward to. So we'll be right back on Senior Straight Talk. Phyllis Amon, owner of Phyllis Amon Associates, provides strategic solutions to families seeking care for their loved ones and coaches them to become more effective advocates. Her expertise comes from working in over 45 nursing homes. Phyllis, known for her passion, empathy, high-quality care standards, and quality life for older adults, is an experienced educator, speaker, and trainer. She's bridged the gap from healthcare to public and private sector businesses on topics from communication, caregiving, empathy, and novel approaches to team building and leadership. Olive Community Services is a 501c3 that provides culturally appropriate services to seniors, their family, and the community. Through their interactive programs, Olive engages participants physically and mentally with a focus on building strength, mobility, and mental health. To learn more, get involved, or make a donation, visit olivecs.org. Together, let's live, learn, and thrive. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are tuned in to Senior Straight Talk with Phyllis Heyman. If you'd like to leave us a question or comment about our program, please feel free to email the host at phyllis at seniorstraighttalk.com. Now, back to Senior Straight Talk. Welcome back to Senior Straight Talk. I'm here with Rubina Chaudhry from Olive Community Services and my close, dear friend and former co-host of Voices for Elder Care Advocacy. And, um, you know, as we were talking in the break, uh, that you, you know, said some wonderful things about how I've been supportive of you and giving you all, not only for Olive, but you information personal for your personal use with caring for your mother. And I made a joke that it wasn't even a, a paid advertisement <laughs> because I, I want people to know that, that, you know, between us, it's, it's, uh, you know, I am a genuine person. So are you, but it's, it's really real. It's, it's not like it's, it's, uh, it's something really that's real. made up or you're, you're just saying, and it's, I'm proud that I've been able to help you in that journey with your mother. And, and, um, you and know. I'm grateful for, for that, Phyllis, and, uh, and the 10-question worksheet that you have on your website is really a godsend, and I used it, and I have uh, shared that with others as well. So maybe you can take 30 seconds and, and tell our listeners what that is, what that resource is on your website. Uh, actually, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned it, and as you did, I'm thinking, gee, I probably have to go back and revise it because I would certainly add other things to it since COVID. Mm -hmm. And especially because uh, people may not be able to visit nursing homes or, or assisted living residences when they're thinking about moving their loved one into uh, that kind of environment. So some of those questions I'm thinking now may not be 
relevant. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you. You do need to update it, but uh, just please tell the listeners where it's available in its current form and maybe over the next uh, few weeks you can update it. Yeah, so it's on my website, www.phyllisamonassociates.com and um, they can download it. Although I have to say yesterday I was trying to do something on the back end of the website and I was having some technical difficulties. So I'll have to, I'll have to go in and um, and make sure that it's okay. it's downloadable. There there were some a couple of weeks ago. I downloaded it and shared with a friend, and it worked. So. Oh, great! So great. Maybe it was yeah. just a glitch last night. I was trying right. to do something. So uh, yes, it, it involves really not just asking questions because people could go on a CMS, the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services website, cms.gov. There's AARP. There are many places where people could go and get questions. But um, I believe that because I've worked in so many nursing homes, I'm really trying to give people information from an inside perspective. Mm -hmm. Like one of the questions I always suggest that people ask, and nobody would really think of asking this question uh, from my experience is, um, and I know I've mentioned it to you because dehydration is such a, a serious issue and it affects us in so many ways, confusion, falls, blood pressure. I mean, it, it, you know, your, your skin turgor, your physiologic movement of your body, you know. And um, one of the questions I tell people to ask is how many ounces in water a day is my loved one going to receive? And they probably can answer that question. So in all reality, you're supposed to have half of your body weight in ounces of water a day. And I can tell you that in all likelihood, that doesn't happen a good percentage of the time. And that's that's excellent, Phyllis. And um, actually one of our Olivers, one of, we call our Olive participants Olivers, one of our Olivers and one of our board members last week shared an article on water and the use of water and uh, in your body's need as you as you age. And I will forward that to to you as well. So let's talk about Olive program. Yes, now. yeah, yeah. So let's get back to Olive. Let's uh, get back to Olive now. Yeah. yeah so let's. Uh, so tell us about some of the wonderful Olive programs that you're running, and some of them that you've added, which are just, I think, phenomenal. Mm-hmm. We started Olive with um, with the idea of having programs for the active adults and for those who are at home and cannot come, and then overall wellness. Those were the three general areas that we focused in. And we called one Olive Fit and Fun, Olive Friends for those who are homebound, and Live, Learn, and Thrive for the, uh, for the active seniors. So Live, Learn, and Thrive was our first signature program that started. In COVID, we started three days, and the three days became, one became Fit and Fun, uh, Tuesdays at uh, 11 a.m. to noon, and this is specific time. Live, Learn, Thrive stayed on Wednesday, 11 a.m. to noon, and on Thursday, we added a new one called Olive Connect and Create. Oh, that sounds great. We had some wonderful projects that were thought about, uh, uh, you know, designed, delivered, 
And one of them was this wonderful cookbook. Wow, that's, a, that's terrific. You know, it's a family favorite recipes and it's available on Olive website for purchase and, and all kinds of, you know, we have, uh, actually we have a YouTube channel, if listeners would like, Olive Community Services, and all of our programs are recorded and there. Last week's Connect and Create program was uh, No Cook Lunch. Oh. A five-course meal prepared by a friend and neighbor, Shamim Sayed, that was literally No Cook. I and love it was that. Amazing. It was amazing. So those are the are now three days a week programs running. And then we've had, uh, you know, we had to change, change things up because of COVID, because we couldn't get together. So one of the first ones we did was the walkathon last year. We wanted everybody to stay active and be busy. So November last year, we had a walkathon. Right. That led up to our vision luncheon, which, uh, which you, were, uh, you were part of. We also started Grandparents' Day. We did some research. That's the, the, um, the week Saturday after or the Sunday after Labor Day is the National Grandparents' Day. And two years ago, we had a beautiful event in a park. And last year, we had uh, a, a virtual event. And right now, we're planning to do possibly a drive-through event to our Olive office. We now have Olive, uh, Olive Base, our new office. And then uh, we ran two wellness challenges hmm. because we're also developing a segment of programming that, that is paid programming. And it was a seven-week challenge. And I participate in both of them. And I'm happy to say that over last year and a half, I feel healthy. I feel vibrant. I've lost about 15, 16 pounds. I'm walking every day. Uh, and and I'm eat, cooking and eating better. That's that's togetherness, you know. That's connecting. That's creating. Uh, that's communicating with each other. So we have other things as well as well. But but these are some of the the signature programs that uh, that we have done and we continue to do. Oh, that's that's terrific. But for five year old organization, I think we're we're what doing it well. I think so. And I know that we're talking about some kind of uh, one-hour television programming. Is that correct? We, we are. Actually, last year we had planned an aggressive television program, which we kind of then went back to the Zoom format and the online format. But now we are doing a pilot on actually August 18th. And for everybody, Phyllis and I will be hosting that. Right. Uh, and, and a part of the segment would be senior news for the day because, because we are doing programming on how to be healthy, how to be well, you know, Medicare, mental. Oh, we also have a group, a support group for men, mental health for seniors. Oh, that's, that's <laughs> wonderful. Twice a month, twice yes. a month. That's, that's terrific because, and, and, and especially this, for people, I, I'm sorry not to interrupt, but especially for people that are at home, but for, but for seniors in general, there are so many issues that they deal with. And, and sometimes they're, you know, they, it's um, as in any support group, uh, you're most comfortable speaking with people who are having similar experiences. Another thing that we're doing in Olive is we're actively looking out 
for partners who are doing some things to support the population right. that we want to. So there's an organization here, Sahara. They are much older. They get a lot of grant funding. And part of their grant funding is for seniors. And they have therapists and they provide lots of services. So we've made wow. friendship with them. So we actually have a, a licensed therapist from Sahara who runs those groups. Oh, that's fantastic. And, and those, are, those support groups are not, uh, conversations are not reported. But, you know, informational programs, we've had everything from Medicare and how to work with Medicare to dental hygiene to uh, you imagine the topic, you know, we've had, uh, we've had, we've had addressed it. And it's really amazing. And now that we're developing a library uh, and it's, uh, it's available, you know, we can go back and, uh, and, uh, and visit and because uh, not everybody can be there from 11 to 12 on a, a Tuesday, Wednesday or Thursday. C- correct. And uh, so it's no different really than this podcast or any other. No difference. Any, no. any other program you sign up for? I just signed up for some, um, some um, seminar next week. Uh, uh, it's about swallowing, which is, you know, mm-hmm. certainly my specialty. And um, it says right on there, if, if you're not available to attend live, then you will be able to receive the replay. So, and we, we have all our programs and so many creative projects. Right, you know, I mean, it's it's amazing the 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 wealth of talent that's available among the seniors, and and my goal is to capture that. You know, talking about that, we have an, a youth run program because we are truly intergenerational. Right, uh, the teenagers. It's called Senior Story Time. It started as a as a project for a badge in Girl Guides, but now it's continuing once a, uh, once a, a month, first Friday of the month at 4 p.m., uh, again, Pacific, where a senior is uh, interviewed. Oh, Your that's Life fantastic. history, and that is also part of the library. That's fantastic. Yeah. So um, you said something that uh, really I wanted to go back to. You said about how there's so much talent amongst the seniors. Mm-hmm. And that's the whole notion about understanding people and what they, their backgrounds have been and what, they, what their experiences have been and how they develop their wisdom based on all of that. And, um, you know, that's, that's the basis, really, of person-centered care and person-centered caring that, that's supposed to be part of, you know, a person's nursing home experience, but isn't always. I mean, there are some places doing a fantastic job with that, but not every place, as we know. And uh, it's just so very important because people bring so much to the table unless somebody speaks to them and understands it and takes the time to really learn about what their life has been and what experiences they've had to the extent that they want to share it, whether it's professionally or personally, um, you know, it it gets lost. And that, and that's part of the legacy of the previous generation. It, It is, it is so, so important, you know, in terms of programming, one of our members is, very much into green, going green. 
So we had uh, a program, Go Green with Shamim. Mm-hmm. She talked about all the ways that she's uh, helping the environment. She's saying that she's about 80%, 80-90% green. And recently she hosted a party for 50 people at her house, dinner party, just a couple of weeks ago. And she was so proud that it was zero waste. Oh my goodness, that's fantastic. Only thing that was wasted was the, the foil trays that the caterer's food came in. Right. Now that is amazing. And just, you know, learning from that, I, I have cut down some of the waste that I would, uh, I would have without even recognizing. But, you know, it's interesting you say that because whenever I go to work, and um, if I get a salad or whatever it is that I get, um, I'm always carrying it out with me. They say, no, throw it away. I say, no, I take it home. I recycle everything. I, I don't throw anything in. And actually, that was a project I wanted to start. I actually did ask several nursing home administrators and owners about starting recycling. I don't think people realize how much waste Waste. there is, recyclable waste in nursing homes and hospitals. It amounts to tons and tons and tons probably every month. You know, forget about nursing homes. In our own homes. In our own homes, right. We start with our our own homes, and it's uh, it's amazing. For our olive base, we have purchased dishes, and we've built in a dishwasher. Oh, cool. So we are going to be as green as possible. Uh, we were recently gifted some cutlery. So cool. we will be using plastic uh, cutlery. Uh, we have uh, installed uh, a commercial grade water cooler for hot and cold so that we are not using water bottles. Okay. And we're in the process of uh, making, you know, branded olive mugs. And actually, I, I had... At one time, I was going a lot. Uh, do you know those uh, restaurant cups? We have those cups for water. So we oh, were cool. using the water from the cooler and using those cups, washing them, regular dishes, uh, you know, and, and Shamim is in charge of that. So that in itself at a smallest level is, is really where, where we all start and where we can make the biggest, biggest impact. Right. I agree. I um. <laughs> I really am a very uh, down to if you open a um, bottle of supplement or whatever it is, or and you know the foil that's on top. Yeah. I recycle all of that. I do not throw that For stuff you. away. I recycle. I'm getting there. I recycle all of it. Every little thing. If you open a, um, you know, I buy this uh, spinach in this uh, plastic uh, sure. container, and you rip off the strip to open it. I recycle that. I don't throw any of that away. I would tell Shamim and she would be she would be happy. But to come back to Olive, um, you know, one of her programs recently was on grazing tables and what's called the shituri board, you know, the the the, where you put fruit and snacks and everything on one with a beautiful, beautiful display. We had uh, uh, we've had succulents, we've had art projects, drawings, and, and it's been amazing. And one of our seniors, actually, this was when we were in person, uh, he gave us uh, um, 
a seminar on restoring pictures. Oh, I love that. He had to, you know, and actually that is the gentleman who will be interviewed at senior, uh, senior story time this coming Friday. That's one of the awesome. original participants. And, and his granddaughter is the one who will do the interview because oh, the, how beautiful. they, you know, lead the program. I remember a few years ago when I was at an, uh, the annual luncheon, I think it was an annual luncheon, um, the olive participants had made these beautiful terrariums. Yes. I still yeah, have centerpieces. Yeah. centerpieces. It was beautiful. You still have yours? Yes, I do. Yeah, you, you took yours home. Yes, yes I did. I, I took it back with me all the way from California. Wonderful. Yes, it was and, beautiful and, uh, and it sits in my den. Wonderful, wonderful. You know, we, we do want to, we know that organizations need support, organizations need financing. And one of the ways that we're going to do is have seniors be creative, like the cookbook project, like right. the terrariums, and then put those online for purchase. So right. these are not perishable items, but they are made with love. And there, there's so many other ideas. As remember, we did the masks when COVID right. started. We distrib- made and distributed more than five thousand masks. Right. And the uh, grandchildren, mom, you know, everybody in the family became involved in sewing and producing masks. So, so it's uh, we're we're getting there. We're, Absolutely, we're creating a buzz. We're creating yeah. a buzz. Yes. Absolutely, and I yeah. I hope that you know, the podcast and other programs that I'm involved in will help spread that buzz. The challenge, I think, is going to be wonderful for Olive. And I'm looking forward to having other communities appreciate what Olive has accomplished and wanting to bring that to their own communities for the seniors and their families and their communities. And because, they, I mean, it's, it's needed and it has tremendous value. Oh, definitely. And I, I would urge listeners to maybe go back to the seniors wherever they live, uh, the seniors in their families or in their communities and ask them what they think they need, what they think they're missing, what they think they need, what would be of value to them, what would they like to to be part of, um, and start to create a conversation about that and um, use that as a basis for either joining the challenge when it comes out or thinking of ways that they can do engaging things for the seniors in their communities. And that's that's really very important. The first thing is we have to recognize the need. Right, exactly. And and many of us we just glance over it and we don't recognize what the uh, what the real need is. Correct. So uh, before we end for today, I would like you to provide all the contact information where people can find these programs, where they can find out about the best year yet information. You know anything that you'd like to share. Okay. Well, our Olive website is olive, www.olivecs.org. Most of these programs you can access from there. There's a link for uh, Olive Friends, for Live, Learn, Thrive, for Olive Online, sign up. All the forms are there. And uh, for then we have an email, a general email that uh, is info at olivecs.org. So uh, a general question should be sent there so that it goes to the right person so it doesn't get lost in, a, in an email 
that Rubina might not check, right? <laughs> you know, I know where my weaknesses are, right? <laughs> and so, so, you know, ma- majority of the questions should go to info at olivecs.org. Uh, my personal email is rubina, R-U-B-I-N-A, at olivecs.org, O-L-I-V-E-C-S dot O-R-G. And for the, the best year yet, workshops and anything information that's uh, non-olive that somebody would like to contact me, my personal email is rubinabigsky, one word, at gmail.com. R-U-B-I-N-A-B-I-G-S-K-Y at gmail.com. Well, that's terrific. And I'm sure there are going to be listeners that are definitely going to reach out to you, not only for the Olive program, but for the Best Year Yet program, which I I know is terrific and is something that's near and dear to your heart. It is very much near and dear. And Phyllis, I want you to make a time with me and I will personally redo your Best Year Yet workshop. Okay, you're on, you're on. You're on. Okay. So I guess that that's the end of it for today. And um, I mean, I can't thank you enough. It's just been terrific uh, sharing the time with you again and for the enlightening conversation, the valuable work you do for Olive, for your community, and, um, you know, the valuable information that you provided for the listeners. I, I mean, it's just terrific. So thanks for making the time today. Thank you. So please join me on our next episode of Senior Straight Talk for more informative conversations for the senior years of our lives. Uh, This is Phyllis Amon signing off. Please remember to like, click, and share the episodes. And until next time, stay safe, stay well, and stay tuned. Thank you for listening to Senior Straight Talk. Join your host, Phyllis Amon, again soon for another episode on the Voice America Empowerment Channel or your favorite podcast platforms.